Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson presents guest host Lana Makara. Heal yourself with hypnosis. Hello, and welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Today, my guest host is Lana Makara. Lana is a spiritual advisor, TV and radio host, inspirational speaker, an award-winning, best-selling author and ghostwriter of more than 35 books with a million books sold. She uses hypnosis, guided meditation, and energy healing to heal traumas, quiet anxiety, help addictions, reduce physical pain, dissolve limiting beliefs, and calm phobias for more confidence, more self-worth, and finding your purpose without homework and without willpower. For more information, visit www.lanamakara.com. That's www.lanamakara.com. Hey, Loana, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, Daniel. It's a oh, pleasure. You're very welcome. I'm glad to do it. <laughs> I was glad I just got through it. Awesome, right? <laughs> so, what people need to know about you? You're a hypnotist. Yes, I have three certifications in hypnosis, but I'm also an energy healer, a spiritual advisor, and I kind of wrap my hypnosis practice into my spiritual work. So I do kind of like a ball of wax kind of thing. But hypnosis is something that people don't understand. And so it's really important to kind of dispel the misconceptions about it. Absolutely. Yes, because it's very useful. Yeah, because TV and movies, they want, to, they want to sensationalize everything into something that it's not. Right. They want dra dramatics, right? So right. So that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. They, want to, they want to have good ratings and sell tickets to everything, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What got you into hypnosis? Well, it's kind of a I'll, – I'll just make the long story short. <laughs> I love a long story short. Uh, my daughter was very sick, and she had fibromyalgia. She had a lot of pain. And so I saw on YouTube where this uh, little YouTube video, it was like six minutes, said um, you can dissolve pain in like 30 seconds. I mean, it was really quick. It was less than a minute. And I thought, what? You can do that? You know? So I watched it and uh, this guy brought up this man who had knee pain for, I think he said, 15 or 16 years. And when he got up there, he went through this little thing with him on stage and Guy gets a shocked look on his face and walks back down and pain-free. And I thought, whoa, I got to find out what that is. Absolutely. So I started to do research. I started following the guy, the teacher. And eventually I flew to California. I spent a 40-hour week doing training with him. And I learned how to do it. I'd learned how to do it to help my daughter. But what I didn't realize when I went out there was that I was going to come back transformed myself. And then when I experienced it, I realized this is so wonderful because I had been in, I have a lot of trauma in my past and I'd been in therapy for a few years. I'd done all kinds of work to try to clear myself of a lot of the things that were making me miserable and I had a lot of anxiety. And when I realized how easy it was to let all that stuff go and live a peaceful, calm life inside, I thought, man, I've got to share this. I've got to tell people about it. I've got to do it. I've got to go into practice. So I went on to get three more certifications, and I've been doing this now for almost five years. That's a pretty good amount of time. And, yeah, you can not only help other people 
while you're helping yourself at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. Correctly? Yes. Correct. So what is hypnosis, basically? Most people think hypnosis is going to sleep, but it's not sleep. The person is absolutely aware. They're awake. They might have their eyes closed. They might have their eyes open. But they are in a hyper-focused state where they are completely centered on what the hypnotist is saying, and they're opening to receive whatever the hypnotist tells them. So it's, it's a focused state where you are in compliance with someone. And in a therapy situation, you would be in compliance with them to get your desired result. You tell the, the therapist what you want, and then they, through their training, are going to help you get what you want. And so it is a, it is a partnership where you set the stage, you put the parameters, you say, I want this, I want this, and I want this. And then the therapist puts together a plan and guides you through that in that place, that hyper-focused state. You might remember everything. You might remember nothing. It just depends, but it doesn't matter because you are getting what you want. And so that's why it's really important to get someone who's reputable to work with you, someone that you feel that is vetted, that you, tr- you can trust. Um, but even at that, even if someone was trying to be unscrupulous with you, say, and, you know, you've seen the movie The Manchurian Candidate. Yes. Where this guy was hypnotized to become a serial killer or a, uh, what was he doing, executing people or something? Right. More like a, like a mind control type thing. A mind control thing, right. Um, that's not possible because if this man, the, the person who was the Manchurian candidate, if he was a peace-loving man who wouldn't hurt a fly, they would have never been able to convince him to do that. Even under hypnosis, he would have not done it. Instead of doing it, he would have snapped out of it. He would have come back to himself and and say, what are you guys up to? You know, this is crazy. But because the man was in that line of thinking already, then they could kind of shepherd him along. Um, But they couldn't make anybody do something they would never do. With this, would you say because that's there's someone else who's actually helping you along with this, the hypnosis, the hypnotist, would you say that's almost like a duality of meditation? Because in meditation, you're able to find out answers about yourself, but because you have a hypnosis, a hypnotist with you, they are actually providing it for you? That's a really great way to frame that question. That was awesome. <laughs> so the difference between meditation and hypnosis is you have a helper with you. Meditation, if, if you've been in the meditative state and your mind gets really calm and really clear. Lucid state. That's hypnosis. That's a hypnotic state. But in, in meditation, you're alone. You're trying to calm down. You're trying to get answers for yourself. You're, you're working through something or maybe you're listening to a guided meditation. But you're pretty much on your own. But when you are under uh, in a hypnotist situation where you're working with someone, you go into the same state. The brain waves are very closely the same, if not exactly the same. Uh, but the hypnotist has the training to get you what you want. So they can right. put together that plan and they can take you through it and help you to dissolve the old trauma or help you to find the source of some illness. Because a lot of illnesses have an emotional root. And oftentimes we don't know what caused them. But in, in this hypnosis state... 
the hypnotist can help you to find out what was it that caused that, then dissolve it, and then your healing becomes so much easier after you find out that information. So you're getting a guide to help you in the hypnosis setting where meditation alone will not be able to do it because you just don't know. So more or less you're helping them to release those the mental pain of it as well because the physical pain is is so traumatizing for that person that they will hold on to the mental pain as well and if they can get rid of the mental pain within their mind then that will help them to get rid of the physical pain as well that's a piece of it and then that is definitely true the mental and emotional pain but there is something that i use called holographic memory theory okay which holographic memory theory says and you can look that up on google it is a scientific thing. It says that when we have these traumas, they form balls of energy that get stuck in the body. And so through my practice, now not every hypnotist does this, but in my practice, I will help find those little balls of energy in the body and we will release them and there will immediately be relief. And so even if it's something like a trigger, like an emotional trigger, say you're in a relationship and your wife says, take out the trash, and that always puts you in a rage, <laughs> just to say. <laughs> Every Thursday night it does. <laughs> um, if you're that person that gets triggered by certain things, we can find out where that stuck ball of energy is in your body, release it, and the next time your wife asks you to take out the trash, you say, sure, honey, I'll be glad to. So it's just that easy. Really? Maybe you should hypnotize me for that, because <laughs> when it comes to triggers like that, my wife is a loaded gun. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel Jackson of Spirit Medium Daniel. Are you unsure of the path your life is taking? Do you need spiritual advice? Come book a reading with me, and I will put your mind at ease and your worries to rest. www.spiritmediumdaniel.com so, what about stage hypnosis? What is, what is that? Can you explain it to me? That is such a great question. I love it because there's so many misconceptions around hypnosis because of stage hypnosis. Stage hypnosis is uh, entertainment. It is where people are brought up on stage and the hypnotist makes them do a lot of weird and crazy looking things. Bark like a dog, cluck like a chicken. They'll tell them they're naked and standing in front of an audience. And then the person's hiding behind everybody and trying to cover up and everybody's laughing at them. Well, the difference between stage hypnosis and the therapeutic hypnosis, the stage hypnotist is scoping out the crowd the minute they walk in the room. So as soon as people start to enter, the hypnotist is watching people come in. They're looking for a certain personality type. And I, I sat through some classes on this because I was really curious about what it is, how, how they can do that. So they're looking for people who are very outgoing, uninhibited, and they're really drama queens. <laughs> so the hypnotist, man, why do I keep getting stuck on that word? Hypnotist, he sees the people, and even though some people are raising their hands, he knows exactly which ones he will invite up and which ones he will not, correct? Yes, he's watching for certain signals. And if somebody is laughing with their friends and cutting up in the crowd and all that, and then they're raising their hand, you'd be like, okay, buddy, come on up, come on up. But even at that, once they get up, up there on stage, you're seeing him walking up and down the lineup, and he's looking at them, and he'll say, you sit down. 
And then he'll start putting him under hypnosis and he'll say, you sit down because he's watching for compliance. He's watching for absolute no boundaries. He's looking for people that are just going to go with it, whatever he tells them. And so he's getting a buy-in from them at a level they don't really get, but they're tickled to death to be up there on stage. They want to make a show. They want to be crazy. They want people to laugh. And they want, when they come down from it, they want everybody to be punching them on the shoulder and saying, wow, dude, that was great. That's what the person on stage is looking for. He's picking that personality style. So when he tells them to cluck like a chicken, they're going to be prancing across the stage, clucking like a chicken. <laughs> I've been to the stage fair. I've seen it quite a few yes. times, and it happens every time. And it does put on a good show for people. Yeah. But like we were talking about, I think that's a big misconception for, for this business because people are sometimes maybe afraid to come and see you or come and see anyone who is a hypnotist because they don't want to be clucking like a chicken at this. They want something or they have something within them that they truly desire they, that they want to get rid of. They want to be able to to get away from them and you know make it go away. And maybe that's a big part of it because TV and movies does make this look like you know it's going to be a show and and people have a trust problem with that. So, so what do you do to ensure that they can trust you and that those types of things are not going to happen? Well, one thing I do is I put a lot of videos on my website. If you go to alanamacara.com and you click on the healing services, there's tons and tons of videos and, and print testimonials from other people that have worked with me that would tell you that I'm very easy to work with. They got the results they wanted. It was much easier than they thought it was going to be. That's one piece of it is to get other people to talk about, you know, their experiences. I would never go to someone without at least getting a couple of references, right? I mean, you wouldn't buy, you wouldn't hire a roofer without yeah. actually looking at some exactly. reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that I do in, in my life, my wife will tell you this as well, that before I put myself into it, I make sure I do my research on it. And the people who are out there watching and listening should do the same thing, correct? They should yes. they should look these things up and make sure and make sure they are going to the right person that's going to work out for them as well. Because being a spirit medium, there are lots of mediums out there, but we all do things a little bit differently, as well as you said, you do things a little bit differently as well. So um, do you put that on your website as well to, to explain to people, this is what I do and this is how I do things? Yes, absolutely. And it's really important to understand that hypnosis is just an entry point. It's just the way, the frame of mind that you go into before the actual healing starts to happen. Hypnosis is just that state of mind. And so for me as a spiritual healer, once someone comes into that state of being, that calm focused, aware state. That's when I can begin my spiritual practice. I can do the holographic memory theory work and uh, other things that are all tied up, you know, in it together like a nice ball of healing practice. Uh, and most of my work is guided meditation. It look, it feels just like what you would do if you were on YouTube looking at a guided meditation. But the difference is that the guided meditations that I've put together have healing hidden in them so that the person doesn't really understand, or maybe it's all metaphors and pictures. Correct. They don't really feel like they're being uh, worked on, right. per se, but yet the results are great. And so it takes the sting out of it because we deal with some pretty heavy stuff. 
childhood traumas and pain and other things, but we don't have to awaken the bad feelings because we're doing it through metaphor, stories, pictures, and it makes it very easy to move and dissolve those things. Yeah, because I, I think people don't want to feel like they're being worked on or, for that matter, worked over. Yeah. And they don't, they, so that's where they want to be able to go to someone they feel as though they can trust that's not going to, you know, it's not just doing what TV and movies want you to think, this magical thing, and then I'm going to, you know, put you under and then take your wallet from you. It's, it, it, the TV and movies is just the most horrible thing out there. They have people believing so many of these misconceptions that it, it makes, hard, makes it hard for people in the professional world to be taken serious. Yes, yes, absolutely. So tell me, what are the percentages of people who can actually go under as opposed to those who cannot go under? Sometimes there might be neurological reasons why someone can't. Um, some, a small number of people might not be able to do imagination. And if they can't imagine anything, uh, then they would not be a candidate for hypnosis. That's very few, maybe, you know, like 0.5% or something. Um, one of the other kinds of people now in my practice, I always have a entry conversation, you know, a get acquainted call sure. um, to make sure that the person is a good fit because sometimes they're not a good fit. And one of the things is if somebody else is pushing them to come. Sure, not doing it because they want to do it because somebody else wants them to do it. Yeah, my wife told me I need to come in and get some help. Well, you know what? I don't think you're a good candidate Right, for right. This. He's, he's already got a block up in his mind that's not going to allow you to do what you need to do for him. Exactly, exactly. So that's what the conversation is about to make sure. But I, I've never had a client I couldn't hypnotize because I, I talk to people first. I find out what they want. I, I make sure that, you know, I can do what they need, whatever it is that they want. So, um yeah, it's a it's really so much easier than most people would think. Uh, this whole process it feels good. It's always wonderful when you can do something that's helping other people, and then it it helps you inside as well because you know you're helping these people, and that's the kind of good feelings that I always promote to people. When you go out and help people, and you're helping them just because you can help them, that's what's going to make you feel good. But People always feel like, oh, I just have to do it just to uh, so I can have six cars and seven houses. No, we can go out there and help each other in in more than just one way. But yeah, when you when you get those feelings inside and you get those gut feelings and you get those little those little uh, goosebumps inside that you're actually helping someone, it's the best feeling I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm, I'm sure it's it's for that way for a lot of people. Um, I'd like to ask, mm, what kinds of things can you help people with? What are the most common things that they come to you for? I did a study on my clients a couple of years ago, and I found out that 100% of my clients have anxiety, some kind of anxiety. And anxiety is so rampant for so many reasons. And so I'd say anxiety is like number one. The second biggest reason people come to me is depression, some form of depression. Something's got them down. Something's bothering them. They can't find out what it is. They don't know, but it's hidden underneath. And then we can unpack that and, and help them dissolve it. Sometimes people come because they've had some major trauma. I had a client a couple years ago whose mother committed suicide when she was 18. 
And her mother's abandonment of her at that age when she felt like she really needed her mother um, was something that was very difficult for her. And now she's in her 50s. But to be able to go in and work with her and see the joy on her face was just phenomenal. At the end of our couple of sessions, however many, three, five sessions that we did together, and her life was transformed. And just like you said, I, at the end of these sessions, when people come in so burdened down and so sad and frail, and then at the end, when you see them just beaming and glowing with love and joy in their hearts, I, I get done with those sessions and I just like, I'm just so glad I get to do this. <laughs> because of, of the years and years and years that, like that woman from 18 to in her 50s, that, that pain has just compounded over and over and over and again. And then when you're able to help them and ha let them have this release, oh, I, I bet it's the best thing in the world. It's, it is. Especially to them. I'm sure they are overjoyed. So, mm -hmm. And do you get a lot of people who are, are repeatedly coming back to you and or do you get a lot of people who are um, like a word of mouth type thing as well, like getting people from friends and friends and friends as well? I have very few people come back because once they go through five sessions or so, uh, they don't really need that kind of deep work anymore. It's it's done. We don't drag it out. We get in. We do the work. Uh, but I get a lot of referrals. And actually, right now, I'm working only on referrals. Huh. I do take people. You don't have to have a referral. Sure. But uh, I'd say 75, 80% of my clients at this point are coming from referrals. Huh. Well, that's good. I mean, it's better than trying to put all your uh, your money and time into the yellow pages when you can just have people come out from from a friend of a friend and word of mouth is is absolutely awesome. That's mm -hmm. the the best type of way about uh, to get your name out there. Um, I have one other question for you. Being a professional, is there a way that you can help our listeners out there to understand who is really out there to look to be able to look out? For the quacks and hacks that are in this business who are not professional? Wow, that is such a good question because um, being in, you know, having been in this field for a while now, it's, it's pretty easy for me to spot people who are not genuine. What you're looking for is someone with a loving spirit that you feel comfortable with, you feel welcomed, you feel like you can relax with them. You don't have to protect yourself. You're just yourself and you're fine. Because when someone is after something, you kind of get a sense of it. Sure. You get that kind of nagging doubt and that pullback, you know, like what's he up to? Um, I think that really follow your intuition. Because if you're working this closely with someone on such deep-rooted problems or issues, then you want someone that you just automatically click. You just feel from the first word some synergy there and confidence. You've got your research done. You know this person knows what they're doing, but then you're looking for the connection and the ease of it. And the, the money conversation is so easy in that situation instead of, you know, feeling like, oh, yeah, the guy's going in for the clothes now. You know, he's going to ask for my pocketbook. Used car salesman. Yeah. You don't want that. No. You don't want that. Awesome. Well, uh, I'm glad I had you on the program. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Um, is there anything else or any other advice that you wish to offer to people 
to to ease their minds about the whole hypnosis thing? It's a most of the time it's a lot easier than you think. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Well, that's good advice, don't you think? I think so. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad everyone has gotten a chance to listen to us today on Beyond the Veil. And uh, I hope you will listen to us again soon. We are on all the big platforms out there. So if you can, come out and see us. Have a great day. For more information about Lana, please visit her website at www.lanamcara.com. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson.